Welcome to the Sports Chat Place's first quarter. Your first look of the day at today's key matchups, odds, and lines. With, of course, a few exclusive free picks mixed in. And now, here's your host, Mitch Wilson. Hi, everyone. This is Mitch, and welcome to the first quarter, the daily podcast of SportsChatPlace.com. You guys know how this show works. I just break down break down games that give out free picks on every game that we go over on the podcast and uh, while normally I do the podcast every single day the schedule has been so light the last uh, couple weeks the show has been a lot more sporadic but uh, as we move in NH- as we move into uh, NHL season and uh, NBA season kicks off and then of course college basketball along with uh, you know college football NFL football and the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs we should have plenty of action to put shows together and of course you guys know it is Thursday, October 13th, and every Thursday we do college football and NFL football for the entire show. Normally we go over the NFL game and the college game along with uh, some of the early start times for the NFL games, some of the early start times for the uh, college football games, because I like to, on the day of the podcast, cover the later games, so this way if someone catches the podcast late, they still have a chance for those games to be uh, relevant to them, but uh, you know, Tonight's uh, college football game was canceled, so we'll cover the NFL game for tonight, the Chargers and the Broncos, and then uh, on the college football, we'll just go to those uh, early Saturday games. But, uh, of course, uh, I break the show down into two segments. The uh, first half of the show is going to be NFL. I got four NFL games for you, and then the second half of the show is going to be college football, and I got four college football picks for you. The first half of the show is brought to you by picksandparlays.net. Be sure to check out picksandparlays.net each and every day. Free picks, premium picks, and of course, Craig Trapp's video pick. While you're there, be sure to sign up for the Picks and Parlays newsletter. It's going to get you even more free picks and a discount code on any purchases that you make at picksandparlays.net. But in any event, let's get to tonight's game. And in this one, we head to San Diego where the San Diego Chargers are hosting the Denver Broncos. And boy, the Chargers just finding ways to lose. They really uh, crushed me personally a few weeks back against the Saints. Uh, just blowing blowing the game, uh, you know, fumbling twice in the last uh, two minutes. And the Saints scored touchdowns on both of those, blowing a 13-point lead. And then uh, last week against the Raiders, a chance to tie the game late. They uh, they 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 The guy couldn't handle the uh, snap. The punter couldn't handle the snap on the uh, field goal attempt. The week before that, a four-point loss to uh, Indianapolis. And, uh, boy, that 24-point lead that they blew on uh, opening day against the Kansas City Chiefs. It has been a rough ride for the the, uh, Chargers. The Broncos, on the other hand, coming off of their first loss of the season, really dominated by the Falcons. Not just, just, uh, you know, the Falcons' offense moving the ball on them. I thought the Falcons' defense did a really nice job on the Denver offense. And uh, uh, Simeon is going to be available probably for this game. He was not available for last week's game. We saw Paxton Lynch start. I thought Lynch looked fine. It wasn't him. I'm telling you, it was the defense. Normally, the Denver defense is on fire, but they just were no match for the uh, for the Falcons in this one. The Broncos were able to dress up the score, but it was never really as close as the uh, as the score made it look. So, uh, you know, in, in this one, the Broncos are favored by three points, and the total is set at uh, it's set at 45.5. This is a divisional game, and I'm expecting in a divisional game a real uh, defensive battle. I know Phillip Rivers loves to air the ball out, but I expect the Denver defense to wake up a little bit after last week's game, and I think the uh, San Diego defense uh, against this Denver offense that really didn't look so good last week 
I think they're going to do a nice job, and I think that, that they know they're going to have to carry the, carry the day because the offense, while they can score points and move the football, they do an awfully good job of beating themselves. So uh, I'm going to take the, uh, the under 45 and a half. I know this line is moving in the other direction, but uh, you know what? I think the public's wrong on this one, and I will take the under. The next game we're going to look at, we're going to head to Soldier Field where the Chicago Bears are taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both these teams, just one win each. The Jags one and three coming off the bye after the, uh, the one win in, uh, in London, while the Bears one and four coming off of uh, another, an- another loss. Um, they had beat the Lions, and then last week uh, they, they lost once again. So the Bears uh, really having a tough season, but they're two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. The Jags really, you know, I've been really critical of Blake Bortles throughout his career. I was critical of the draft pick when they made it. And I'll tell you, he's just not paying dividends for them. I know he doesn't have the marquee wide receivers. He doesn't have the marquee running backs. But he has a pretty good defense. And it just seems that he makes key mistakes. And uh, the key mistakes, meaning they cost them every single time. Boy, the Bears, uh, you know, this is not even a shell of the team that they thought they were going to have. And I'll tell you, even the team they thought they were going to have didn't really look that great on paper, and I thought that they would be drafting top five. But the Bears are laying two and a half points in this thing. They're at home. I think the Bears win. I think they cover the spread against the Jags. Our next game we're going to look at is a real interesting one. We got the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Buffalo Bills. The Bills seven and a half point favorites. They're three and two heading into this one. Well, the Niners one and four. Buffalo, we've seen them uh, look very good at times. We've seen them look... uh, very bad at times, but they've won their uh, last three games after starting the season 0-2. They beat Arizona. They won at New England, shutting out the Patriots, not with Tom Brady. And then they beat the Rams last week, 30-19, to in a game where the Rams kind of came at them a couple times, and the Bills were able to put them away the other times. Meanwhile, uh, on, the other, on the other side of this one, the Niners won their opener 28-0 against the Rams at home on Monday Night Football. And they haven't won since. They looked like they had a chance last week against uh, Arizona. They let a halftime lead get away. And then when they had chances to uh, shrink that lead, it became even even bigger lead for the Cardinals as they turned the ball over, which uh, resulted in points going the other way. So Colin Kaepernick finally gets the start here. And I don't know. Uh, it just, it's, it's really hard. And, you know, I, I know that, you know, being on a podcast and you guys listening to me saying, I don't know, is not what you uh, are, are, are hoping to hear. But what I don't know is if Colin Kaepernick still was the same player that led the 49ers to the Super Bowl, why wouldn't he be in? I understand he has this contract and this injury clause, and he's waived all that, and that's why he's, he's finally going in. They didn't want to pay him for four years if he got injured, and I, I understand that because they don't really believe that he has the skills to help this team and uh, any longer. I, I always thought that when Jim Harbaugh was the coach of, of the 49ers that he got a lot of credit for a team that somebody else built. The 49ers, before Harbaugh got there, drafted first, you know, very high in the first round. An awful lot. They used all those picks on top defenders. You remember they had Alden Smith and, you know, Navarro Bowman, who's out now for the Niners. And they had, uh, you know, Ahmad Brooks. They had that secondary that was just, you know, ridiculous. I mean, they had a great team. And then anything that they didn't use on the uh, defense, they used on the offensive line. And those guys are all gone, too. Um I just don't, you know, I don't think Kaepernick's the type of quarterback that can carry a team. I think that he might be able to help them, but I think the fact he's been sitting on on the bench, just gathering rust, he didn't really play in the preseason um, much either. 
I don't see how he helps them. I think the Bills spanked the 49ers here once again. I think Chip Kelly might actually be in trouble in this one. It all depends on exactly where these orders came from and, and all that stuff. But uh, the 49ers, you know, what they have to put on the field here isn't good enough to beat this Buffalo team, which is kind of finding themselves and quietly getting back into the playoff picture. Our final NFL pick for today's show, we're going to head to New England where the New England Patriots take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the Pats laying eight and a half points in this thing, and the total is set at 47. The Bengals two and three heading in. Cincinnati, uh, New England four and one, the one loss to those Buffalo Bills. And uh, we saw Tom Brady's first game back last week. Well, kind of tough to say about you know the, what Tom Brady you know, we, we know he, he was great and he's he's all these things and, and he looks spectacular, but he was playing the Cleveland Browns. And you got to remember some of these teams that only have one win this season, like the Miami Dolphins, their only win is against the Cleveland Browns. So it's tough to tell um, exactly how much in this mid, midseason form he is and how, you know, how great he is. But um, we know that Tom Brady, given time to throw the football, is going to beat anybody. And it'll be interesting to see if the Bengals can get that pressure on him with the front four, which is what has made them so successful over the years, being able to provide pressure with just the front four so other guys can drop into pass coverage or pretty much, you know, stop the run. And I think that, you know, with Geno Atkins in the middle of that, in the middle of that defensive line stuffing the run, I think the Bengals can match up here with the Patriots. I don't know if they can win, but getting eight and a half points, it just seems almost too easy. I'm going to take the eight and a half. It's up to nine at this point. I mean, if we can get nine, nine and a half points on the Bengals, this this is going to be a stone-cold lock. Um, in any event, I'm going to take about a 10-second break. I'll be right back. I got uh, four early college football games for you, and these are, uh, these are some pretty big games. You're listening to the first quarter with Mitch Wilson of the SportsChatPlace.com. Free picks, every sport, every day. The Sports Chat Place. Hi, everyone. This is Mitch, and welcome back to the first quarter, the daily podcast of SportsChatPlace.com. It is Thursday, October 13th, 2016, and uh, we're doing college football now. We did NFL on the first half of the show. I got four college football picks for you, and uh, if you're looking for free picks of every game, every sport, every day, just head on over to SportsChatPlace.com. We've been doing it for uh, nine years now. Can you believe that? It's crazy. We started as a little college football site, and now we cover everything. And uh, a lot of the same guys, you know, have, have been with us uh, basically the whole ride. And uh, Kyle, you know, firing up the hockey. You know, Mark and Randy uh, chipping in there. And then, uh, you know, we have NBA basketball coming up. But you know, college football, NFL football, we're always one of the we're always one of the first people up with our picks. So. Uh, you can always check those out. Usually uh, by Monday, there's there's some college football picks up. By Tuesday, they're all done. And uh, usually by Tuesday, uh, all the NFL is done as well. So, uh, you know, after that, you know, like I said, there's, there's NHL. There'll be NBA coming up. We've been covering the NBA preseason. But if you're looking for my best bets, you can get that at SportsChatPlace.com Premium and Premium Plus. It's the uh, least expensive way. To get my picks, uh, you can get weekly subscriptions, monthly subscriptions, or yearly subscriptions. But if you're not into like the long-term sub- subscription thing, um, easier, uh, an easy way to get my picks is at sportschatexperts.com. And it's not just my picks that you can get. You can get picks from some of the top handicappers in the world today. We got all sorts of picks, all sorts of packages. And the cappers, you know, the other cappers have weekly packages and monthly packages and yearly packages as well. Or you know, by sport if you only play, you know, a certain sport. They have it by sport, and you can get mine by sport. And if you ever see anything at Sports Chat Experts or you don't see anything at Sports Chat Experts that you think you might be interested from either myself or from any of the handicappers there, 
just shoot me an email, Mitch at sportschatplace.com. I'll get on the phone and uh, we'll get we'll get something going for you. But uh, in any event, we're gonna head to Clemson, South Carolina, where the Clemson Tigers take on the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Clemson, uh, pretty decent team this year, six and zero. They're ranked number three in the nation. And uh, gotta remember, they played in the national championship game last year. They, now they've beaten Louisville, uh, NC State, four and one, coming off of a win over Notre Dame. Didn't look overly impressive, but that game was played in about three feet of water. I watched that entire game. I really love games like that. Those are the ones that's like, oh, remember that, that you know that Notre Dame NC State game? Yes, I remember because I watched it. And you know, most of the people that have been listening to the show for for a while, or uh, you know, following me at SportsChatPlace.com or any of the other radio or TV spots that. I do you guys know I love defense so a game like that like we saw with uh, NC State and Notre Dame doesn't bother me I don't need to see uh, a million points or anything like that I just like to see some uh, some good hitting and uh, you know a game like that was just I thought it was fun because you just saw a lot of things that you don't ever see during the course of a, a football game and you know we might not ever see some of those things happen again you know the blocked punts and the field goals just edging their way through or missing and you know the guys like you know going to tackle someone just sliding you know 20 yards across the field it was crazy but one thing the NC State offense is actually pretty good and we did not get to see that last week against Notre Dame but they are very good and they can score a ton of points we know Clemson can score a ton of points as well. And that's why the total in this game has moved up from 56.5 to 60.5. It's moved up four points already. And, uh, you know, it's, it's only Thursday. So, you know, by game day, this thing could move even further. On the other side of this thing, the, the Clemson's laying 17.5 points in this thing. I think NC State can score with them, and I think they can score with them for a while. I know they're going to give up a lot of points, and I think that over is probably a pretty solid bet. But I'll tell you, I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take NC State and the 17.5 points. Our next game, we're going to go to uh, Oklahoma, where the Oklahoma Sooners take on the Kansas State Wildcats in Big 12 action. Uh, Oklahoma ranked 20th in the country at 3-2, and two, always over, overranked for their uh, record. We know when they've been called on to step it up this season, they've been stepped on. Meanwhile, Kansas State, 3-2 and two this season. Bill Snyder always quietly getting it done there with a lot less than everybody else has to work with, uh, a lot less fanfare. Coming off a win over uh, Texas Tech, they were 9.5-point favorites, didn't cover. We talked about that game last week um, on the show. And I kind of thought it was one of those games where, like, you know, maybe somebody knows something because the records and everything didn't bear out to Kansas State being a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. We were wrong on that, but, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a, a good spot to do it. Oklahoma didn't cover last week either against Texas. They won 45-40, and their defense is just a sieve. Up against TCU the week before, they gave up 46 points. Up against uh, Ohio State, 45 points the prior week. Of course, the loss to Houston, 33 points. And uh, the only time they've given up less than 33 points this season, 17 against Louisiana Monroe. This Sooner team is in big trouble, way overrated. I'm taking Kansas State in the points. I think they can score with Oklahoma. They're a big-time program. As we see, every time Oklahoma's played a, a big-time program from a big-time conference, and even Houston is not from a big-time conference but a pretty big-time program, they can't stop anybody. So you can't stop anybody. Uh, you can't cover double-digit point spreads. Our next game we're going to look at, uh, we're going to head to the Big Ten where Maryland takes on Minnesota. Both these teams coming off disappointing losses last week. Maryland losing, uh, losing to Penn State and to fall to 4-1 and one on the season, while Minnesota 3-2 and two on the season, losing the Floyd of Rosedale game to Iowa. 
Boy, I love that pig trophy. It's one of my favorite trophies in all of college football, and I know that Minnesota really wanted to win that pig, and uh, they did not get it done. But uh, I got to say, Maryland's loss against Penn State was even more disappointing. Not that, uh, you know, I, I just felt they lost to, to a team that they, they very well should have beat. And to be honest, they were never really even in that game. They didn't play well. I, I had the game on. Um, I didn't watch it as closely as some of the other games that I had on, but I certainly watched a good deal of it. And uh, I, I just was, did not like what I saw. It was just every time that they, they tried to, every time they were able to close the gap, um, they, they, the gap was closed and then instantaneously Penn State would score and reopen it again. On the other side, you know, Minnesota, it was one of those games where they were leading, but it was kind of like you knew they weren't going to be able to do it. And then eventually, you know, it was near the end where Iowa scored uh, a long touchdown run to, uh, to, to, which was the, the difference in that game. We're getting six and a half points here with the Golden Gophers. I'm going to take the Gophers here in the six and a half. I, I, I kind of really am uh, down on Maryland the way that they played last week. But uh, our last pick for today's show, we're going to head to uh, Georgia, where the Georgia Bulldogs are taking on the Vanderbilt Commodores. Georgia laying 14 points in this one, and the total set at 42 and a half. Jacob Eason makes a lot of mistakes for Georgia. He's, of course, he's a true freshman. I think he's going to be a great one, but uh, he isn't a great one yet. Nick Chubb should be back for this one, but this game has all the makings of a messy game. You know, last week we saw all the games affected by weather, and I don't know what the weather's going to be for this one. You know, we'll know, we'll know better tomorrow and uh, as the game gets closer, but regardless of what condition the field is in, this is going to be a mud game where the game is played probably between the 20s, and it's going to be some sloppy, ugly-looking football. We're getting 14 points here with the Commodores, and they have a solid run game with uh, Ralph Webb. They just haven't had a quarterback in a, quite some time. And, uh, you know, probably since Jay Cutler. And, uh, you know, that's why, you know, they haven't been a, a bowl team and they haven't been very good in recent years. You know, they tried different things. They had Jordan Rodgers. You know, he was terrible. And, uh, you know, with James Franklin, they were able to, to get it done with their defense in, in low-scoring games. I think they're going to try and keep it low-scoring here against Georgia, try and dominate the clock with uh, the ground game with Webb. I think they can do some things. You know, I'm not impressed with Kirby Smart's defense. So I'm going to take the 14 points and Vandy, and uh, that's going to wrap up today's show. So this is Mitch. Thanks for joining me here on the first quarter. Have a great day, everyone. Uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. I'll have coverage of all four of those college football games that we have for Friday. Plus, we have some Major League Baseball action. I'll probably preview Saturday's game in uh, Major League Baseball as well. And uh, we'll see what else we can throw together for sat for maybe maybe even some NHL. Maybe I'll see if I can get Kyle on. But in any event, this is Mitch. Thanks for joining me here on the first quarter. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Sports Chat Place's first quarter with Mitch Wilson. Visit us online at sportschatplace.com and on Twitter at Sports Chat Place for key matchups, odds, lines, and free picks. This has been a production of sportschatplace.com. Join us next time for the Sports Chat Place's first quarter.